Welcome to Retirement Unlimited with Randy Barkley and Jeremiah Lee. This is a program where we discuss life's hard financial questions to help you make smart decisions about your money. I'm a certified financial planner and Jeremiah is a California licensed attorney. We work together at Tricord Advisors. Tricord is a registered investment advisory firm where we help our clients build the life that they love. If you have a topic you'd like to hear us discuss on future episodes, just send us an email. Use the contact button on our website, retirementunlimited.com, or just give our office a call. Our phone number is 951-684-7011. All right. They say the dollar is falling. Wait, no, no, no. They say you need to get gold. Okay. I, wait a minute. Who are they? No, yeah, yeah. They, they say, we're talking today about uh, where you get your information from where you get the content that you make decisions based off of. I have clients come in all the time and they say, well, they say they start off with the phrase, they say, they go. Right. And the question we often will ask them or kind of push a little bit is who is they? Like, who are you who, listening? Who are they? Who are they? Yeah. Who are you listening to? And, and it's it, often it's like, well, you know, like everybody. And the, the question, and I think the world we live in, especially right. through social media, is you get these feedback loops or you watch CNN or you watch Fox or you watch, watch whatever you've watched to get an opinion. And then that opinion was uh, confirmed by some well, again, other source. I, I think the biggest issue that I think you and I see all the time is that people have certain biases. Mm. And what's interesting is their political and economic biases are kind of tied together. And we think that our time that we're in right now is unique. But I can tell you, uh, growing up in the 70s and through the 80s and through that period of time, that it really was all tied together then, too. Mm -hmm. It's not separated. It all of a sudden it just didn't find itself in the current moment that we're in. Politics and economics run together, and the extreme fringe has a tendency to have views that are probably not the best outcome for most people. Yeah. yeah so you know, we think about politically, we think about economically, and then it gets down to your personal financial choices. Right. It's all impacted. So what we're talking about today is who do you listen to? You know, wh where do you find your, your reason? Some of it is just where do you get your ideas? Right. You know, should you buy Apple? Do you need a Roth IRA? Some of those. But then the other section is how do you make a decision? You know, if you've had some ideas and now you're debating whether you want to um, take out that mortgage or purchase that car, the can I afford it question. Mm -hmm. If you Google, can I afford, you're going to get a whole bunch of calculators right. and people seeking out this advice. And, and you know, some of the places that we look at is, you know, the financial news, I guess you'd say. Yeah, you again, know, I, I, heads. I get Wall Street Journal uh, at my door. I, I get the paper version. You probably would work the digital than I would because mm -hmm. it's just the generational difference. But the information is the same. I get Barron's every Saturday. I do review the New York Times from time to time. I don't get it on a daily basis, but I try to get the general news and try to look at, and I have journalists that I read mm. that I like better. Mm -hmm. uh, there are certain journalists that when they write their investigative reporting, I think is is really, it has a lot of merit. But the question is, is where do most people get yeah, their where information? Yeah, where do you go? And so for the news sources, we'll just stay on that one for a moment. There's There's Financial news sources, Wall Street Journal, you mentioned that. Forbes is a big mm -hmm. one there, online and, and print magazines. Uh, the Street, CNBC, The Economist. Uh, a popular one also is Motley Fool. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's run by, I think it's Jim Cramer's uh, spinoff group. Um, yeah, and, I mean, and, Motley Fool is kind of an interesting group. But uh, anyway, that we can, we can spend yeah. a whole a whole radio program yeah. on that. Well, I guess I bring that one up to kind of say that there's a there's a dynamic in even the, the large news media sources that some are journalism reporting. Some are um, 
advertising, I guess, or there's a bunch well, of eyeballs. You know, it's interesting, you know, Jim Cramer, of course, a lot of people know about the Mad Money program mm-hmm. that he has right after the CNBC. So it's, you know, for the West Coast, it's in the early afternoon. But even he will say he has a disclaimer that his recommendations are for a very small percent of your portfolio. You know, maybe that's at 15% at the very top of the pyramid. But a lot of people listen to his news and they that's the whole portfolio that they mm. put in. They buy the stocks and they, based on his recommendations, the people that that they're on his show that he grabs opinion from, people have to be aware that there is a byline underneath here that yeah. says, beware. beware. Don't, don't follow all this information. Right. Hook, line, sinker, right? Right. And there's a, a, a dynamic of saying, you know, what are they there for? Is it entertainment? Is it right. news? Is it education? Um, the Economist, being a magazine, it, it's dense to read. It is, you know. But and frankly, it, and frankly, it's it's for most people. What I perceive when I I read The Economist a lot, and for a while I went, I, you know, I talked to a good friend of mine who's an economist. I said, "This is just kind of negative. Mm. It doesn't give me a lot of positive outcome." And it's worldwide view, and I thought, is this the attitude of most economists that they have a tendency to be more negative in the underlying? Mm-hmm. So, and I think the answer is yes. I mean, they're, yeah. they're, they, I think they call it economist, an economist would be the, I think they call it the dismal science. The dismal science. Yeah, I think <laughs> that, but they're very pessimistic in that one. And and they're more, let's write a big article and really think about it. Whereas Motley Fool's and others is a little more exciting and getting eyeballs on there. So, but the same idea that none of them are trying to give you personal financial advice. They're trying to give generic statements, interesting ideas, things like right. that. The next kind of group that I, I think is just fantastic and horrible all at the same time is the, the dynamic of social media. Oh so my goodness. Social media when it comes to personal finance. So we've got, you know, TikTok videos, we've got Instagram. Um, both of those are uh, catching your eye. They're short, mm-hmm. they're little mm-hmm. snippets, they're ideas, they're, they're concepts. What, what kind of drove a lot of this is I w- was going through different TikTok uh, and, and Instagram kind of influencers that are in the financial industry. And one of them had a disclaimer on their channel that, that said, basically, not, not only is this not advice to you specifically, but this isn't even education. This is entertainment. This is and, pure entertainment. And this is just for my opinion on entertaining ideas. And you know, I'm not even trying to teach you anything. It was, it was, it was extreme. And when I read through it, I was like, wow, this is, this is... And as you look through TikTok and Instagram, um, there's some people on there who... You mean Barbie and Taylor Swift can't give me the best financial <laughs> advice of the world? I'd, I'd follow Taylor Swift. I mean, she had a good... Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, it, it, some of those, they are, they're kind of removed from giving in financial advice. And there are some people who are certified financial planners. They are accountants. They have these professional backgrounds that are really useful. The majority of them on there are, are not. They, mm-hmm. They're at best, they're, they're pushing some education or maybe a budgeting program. But often it's simply they want views. They want a, a shocking, exciting video to get views so that they can be an, an influencer and get. Yeah, I mean, again, the more source. eyeballs that go onto their site, they get higher compensation. So if they are, I guess, have enough flavor that the rest of the world watches, they get a million eyeballs watching them. Yeah. They get a lot of money. They get revenues. Yeah. So you move in the social media a little bit to things like uh, like Reddit or Facebook or LinkedIn, LinkedIn where it's networks of people. That are probably genuinely asking real questions. Reddit, mm-hmm. you know, being a, a thread that people will ask real questions, and then you have other people chiming in. Right. And often on Reddit, it's not people with ulterior motives trying to get your views or likes. Maybe it is, but often it's not. But often it's I want to call it, I guess the blind leading the blind. But it's someone saying, "Oh yeah, I bought Apple and I made so much money," you know, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And you would, li- oh, Apple must be good. I got twenty people who all said that was great who bought Apple six years ago. Yep. 
And the reality is maybe buying Apple six years ago was great, but it, it's hard to pull advice from that. And the yeah. threads, they they get old. Yeah. You, know, you, you Google something or you're using Google to search Reddit and you might find a, a thread just on what you wanted and realize it's two years old. Well, does it still apply? Does it, does it not? Um, you know, the other one is YouTube and YouTube, I, you know, this is on YouTube. We put our things on YouTube. I think YouTube is a, a unique source that there's a lot of how-to videos. There's a lot of people like us who are explaining something mm. and there's some real benefit there. Right. So people walking into YouTube, you can get some good value, but you, you can- get some really qualified opinion. As long as you going back to your comment earlier, as long as you do some research, who's giving the opinion Yeah. and, and kind of why are they giving it? Like, right. Uh, you know, are, are we, is anybody giving it to try and give personal financial advice? I doubt it. You know, I think most people are just trying to educate and spread things or even just give some good ideas. There's some great YouTube videos out there about, you know, ideas of things, but does it apply to a specific person? That becomes the question. Yeah. I mean, I had a, I had a man ask me one time, he says, why do you use the radio? And it was kind of a probing question. And I looked at him, I had to kind of think about it. I said, well, first of all, it's to promote. I, I want, I want to promote our company. I want more people to know it. But I said, more important, I said, I, I want people to be educated. I want them to, you know, at the crux of what we talk about, we want people to make a smart decision with their money. Mm-hmm. So what we want to do is provide basic information for people. So as they listen to us, they will be better financially. They will be able to make good choices financially yeah. about their life. Yeah, but even that, we we have a disclaimer at the end of this show, just like many to say this is not, you know, specific to your situation. Yeah, it is. We, do, we don't know anybody who's listening to this and their specific situation. I run into this a lot when you get the, you know, they say is the water cooler discussion with, with, you know, friends at work, or I read it online. And at times I example being, I had someone who worked at a County job and so they have a pension coming their mm-hmm. way. And so they're talking, don't I need to be having an account that, you know, maxes out this, right. or does that? And it's like, well, you have a pension. So your future is very different than someone who doesn't. And that one piece alone made a dramatic shift in what they should or shouldn't do for their specific situation. And not even realize, I mean, the quite, I mean, we get a lot, I mean, in our planning structure, we take a look at what the financial circumstances are for that specific household. And in some cases, it would be good for them to take the pension. And in other cases, it would be good for them to do a rollout. Completely different strategies, but it's based upon that household and circumstances. You can't you can't be that specific in a YouTube or yeah. over you know uh, over like a radio like That's this right. like this situation. Yeah, and so I think the the ending question I think we'll have on social media is I always think is who's on the hook, right? When you know, especially from the attorney side, if I give someone legal advice as an attorney, I anticipate they're going to follow it. And they're going to make a decision or a choice that will impact their future or even their their rights. Mm-hmm. And so whenever I'm giving legal advice, I'm on the hook. You know, there's no practice. There's all sorts of things. I'm on the hook for that advice. Similar when I'm giving financial advice to a client, you know, not talking on the radio, but when I have a real client in front of me and I give financial advice, I'm in a fiduciary role and I'm on the hook for right. what I've said and where I've directed them. And if that turns wrong and it was bad advice, you know, they have, they have a claim against me. Mm-hmm. Anyone who's on social media, a friend... <laughs> Um, a thing you saw in the news, they're they're not on the hook. I mean, good luck if you they get paid. They get paid for their opinion and their celebrity status, right? Yep. And this was this was very uh, evident with crypto. Yeah, you had a lot of celebrities that got involved with crypto, and of course, the guy that that kind of instigated all this, he ended he's in jail right now. Yeah. So the question is, are these celebrities? On the hook for their opinion, of course, they're fighting back and saying, "No, I just got paid for my endorsement. Yeah. I got paid just for an my actor. Pay. I don't I'm know, just this an thing. actor. I really." But that's they're leading people down a path that, in my opinion, 
there's a responsibility level there. Yeah. So and even if you, know, you don't expect someone to be on the hook through these, but that, that's a good thought. Is this person on the hook for what they're telling me? Right. Is there any, are they taking this seriously mm-hmm. like I am? Now, the other option, is, the other idea is kind of the idea of competence. Right. Um, you, know, you see someone who's got a flashy video. Man, it, it's, it's a great idea to look into them a little bit and see uh, what they're doing. And we, we talk a fair amount with, with clients. You, know, you get a YouTube video or a TikTok video on Instagram, and there's a guy standing next to his Ferrari or his jet, you know, and there's a semblance of credibility of saying, oh, if that's his jet, he must know what yeah. he's doing. And with well, first, AI, you can, you can, you can create all kinds yeah, I guess of the first question, is there even a jet? Is, is there a real, yeah. right? Is that a real jet? Second, if is it is. Is the guy real? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this, is just a, this, this is the matrix talking to me. No, is the, is the jet real? And then second, is it a photo shoot, right? right. Are they there on a site with a vehicle or a thing just for their shot? And even if it is theirs, you know, we assume when we see something like that, oh, they must own it free and clear. They have all these assets. Right. On the flip side, you can buy a Ferrari tomorrow and drive it around and owe a massive amount of money on it. You can go on Turo and borrow it. You can borrow for it. For the shoot. Yeah, for 50 bucks for the day. <laughs> exactly. So there's a level of credibility that we assume, but I would challenge people to look a little deeper. Is this person who's who's you know saying in their opinion even or their, or, or their ideas? is there credibility there so we're gonna take a pause here we have a few more kind of categories of people that uh are often sources of input uh, we'll kind of talk through those so come on back we'll continue the conversation you know retirement is supposed to be a secure time are you secure do you and your loved ones have the information needed to make the right decisions about retirement you need counsel not another salesperson an advisor that looks out for your interest more than theirs this is dennis prager and i'd like you to call randy barkley a certified financial planner who's been serving the Inland Empire for over 26 years. He's a retirement specialist who works for you on all the important and often confusing things that determine how comfortable you are in retirement. Call Randy Barkley for a free consultation and learn for yourself what I've learned he can be trusted. Randy Barkley, 888-627-8371, 8371. Or visit me, Randy Barkley, at retirementunlimited.com. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, clearing through TD Ameritrade, member FINRA, SIPC, MSRB. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back. We're talking about who do you listen to? Where do you get your information from? And we talked a little bit about I go, I go to my hairdresser. There you go. I do. I mean, my hairdresser and my barber, they always give me the best advice. Yes. I always act. In fact, there's a story about during the 20s that we we're leading up to 29, which was the great crash and leading into the depression. But there was a stockbroker that was getting his shoes shined. And the guy that was shining his shoes was giving him a stock pick. He went back to Wall Street, sold everything that he had and went to cash. He said, whenever a person that's shining my shoes is giving me a stock pick, he said, I know that we've reached a point where this is stupid. Hmm. And he sold everything he had and went to cash just before the crash. Isn't that crazy? Right. So, so it's, it's almost the opposite advice. Right? Exactly. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like the canary in the coal mine. Exactly. Hey, this is going on. I know there's a, an issue. Uh, so we talked about financial news sources. We talked a little bit about social media. Now we're going to shift down to, I guess, where more people get advice is friends and family. You know, the people that are in your immediate circle. Um, you know, some statistics came out to saying 30% of people that that's where they get advice from their friends and family. They're not looking on YouTube. They're not looking on, um, if your gene pool is good, but so many of us, our gene pool is a little mixed up, right? right? right. And that's it. I mean, a a key thing we, we talk with families about having 
multi-generational meetings, you know, grandparents and the, the kind of the children era and the grandkids and talking about some of these assets that are going to transfer. And there's most families I'd say can't do that. Can't have that family meeting. Some can, and they have a healthy dynamic, but the, the bigger item for, for this conversation is if, if all your friends and family, uncles and aunts are all struggling financially and they've been struggling and they continue to struggle, getting advice from them may not be the best idea. Yeah, probably is not. And I think, again, you know, there are certain people who just have what I call the financial gene. They just they can see the world differently. They see good uh, financial outcomes and they make really good decisions. Yeah. Other people, I think it's a get rich quick kind of mentality. Mm. They feel like they can move, they can do a certain thing, and then their life will be so much better once that ship comes in. Mm. And unfortunately, life just doesn't work that way. Yeah. And so it's important to, as as anybody out there, as you're getting your own financial choices, looking around your friend group and your Mm -hmm. family and Mm -hmm. say, are these the people that I am so impressed by? Mm-hmm. I see such wisdom in them, not just I got a new and a deal, but but such wisdom in how they're building their lives. And other families, it, it is exactly that. You look around and wow, I could ask my uncle, I could ask you know whoever you have in your family or your aunt that that has just great financial wisdom mm-hmm. and would really give you sound advice. And there's a little bit of um, if you're not in that family or friend group, you might where, need to find more friends you know that are in a different place. And I think the the benefit will go back one a little bit of social media. I think social media has a huge benefit, not in the sense that they're spewing out the right ideas necessarily for you, but they are helping connect people that you might not have living on your same block or down the street. But also, I think social media has made a lot of these topics um, less off limits Mm -hmm. um, for people to talk about. Hey, I saw a video about saving. Do you save? Right. Are you doing that? Or yeah, and how do you save? Yeah, what do you do? And how right. am I ever going to get this? And and having a friend that says, oh, I, I run a budget every week. You'd be like, do you now? And, you know, kind of getting- it's so much easier now because you have applications, right? That yes. you can put in place. Yeah. And it, you, I mean, it's just, it's different than when I was young. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And having a friend that if you say, hey, I'm having a hard time budgeting, man, no one can ever stick to a budget. And have a friend that chimes up and says, oh, I use you know this app and I found it really, really helpful. Man, that that's some great friend advice, yep, right? Um, yep. It's not telling you what to do or you know, invest everything in whatever it may be, but that that good advice. So I think social media is a huge benefit in that it's opened up some of those conversations, but and maybe it starts those conversations. But if social social media is the end of the conversation for you, it's probably not a good idea. Mm-hmm. But ideally, it might be the beginning of it, and you talk about it with your your friends and your family. The, the other item that you get with friends and family is you get a feedback loop. Mm-hmm. Um, you get a friend who talks about you know putting all their money into gold. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you hear another friend who talked about putting their money into gold. And now you think everybody is putting their money. Into yeah. Gold. You, you create a bias. You, I mean, again, the bias is it plays on certain emotions and um, you have to be careful where, where yep. you're going to zero in on. Right. Yeah, and your friends likely think like you to some right. extent, you know, and, and so it's always important to have a friend that's a, <laughs> not say a naysayer, but someone with a different perspective, but that's kind of the concern with friends and families that they could be great. It could be a wonderful feedback loop. It also could be a negative feedback loop. But for for everybody, I guess one, one more piece on that is is following your gut. Um, you know, forget about friends and family. I'm just going to do this myself. And there's, you know, I think you made the comment. If you have a good gut, <laughs> you got a good gut. <laughs> like if if you make the right choice, it and could I be good. and I've been around people. I mean, I've been in this business now for over 40 years, and I've been around people that have been very successful. And you dig with them, and if you, know, you kind of ask them the questions, and Oftentimes they say, well, I just, it just felt good. It felt like a right decision. Now, again, what follows behind that is phenomenal amount of experience, Mm. phenomenal amount of education. So they had all of this to rely upon to make that final decision. 
Now, they may not say that, but they made that decision based upon their previous education and experience. Yeah. This is a good decision based upon what I know. Yeah. Right. Right. And there's, we have a client recently that uh, we gave some advice to, and they decided to do the opposite. Right. You're following their gut. We want to do this. It'll probably turn out fine for them. It wasn't yeah. you know, a major issue. But there's an element of even getting professional advice on on your life that someone says, you know, we're not here to take control of people's finances, right? We mm-hmm. we advise them. We try and let them be the superheroes of their own life. We want to educate them, advise them. But at the end of the day, they've got to make choices. And sometimes that lines up with you know, what I would say is a long-term prudent advice. Other times it, it's just that doesn't feel right. I'm yeah. not doing that for me. And there's there's some people who are just impulsive. They want to make the decision. They don't want to... Um, kind of investigate it. They want to do, they don't want to do the research. Mm. They just don't want to do that background checking and they are impulsive. Yeah. And I, and I have people in my life that I can look at them historically. I have a kind of a bird's eye view. And I, again, I have a kind of a, we have a bird's eye view of clients. We can see yeah. that what's, what they've done right and what they've done wrong over their lifetime. And it's really interesting to see how people make decisions. And in today's world, you have social media. That's the advent of social media mm-hmm. that has really changed that information flow or that entertainment yeah. flow. I guess I don't yeah. know the best way to say no, that. It's, it's a good, and I I think people should you know keep watching social media. They should keep listening to all these things, but they should consider the source a bit. Right. You know where am I getting this from? And and like we said earlier, if, if TikTok or Instagram gives you a good idea, that's great. Mm-hmm. You should go and vet that through family and advisors and research and you know kind of doing that due diligence. Mm-hmm. So the last bucket we'll kind of get to is advisors. And I think, man, everybody should have some sort of an advisor in their life. It doesn't have to be a, a financial advisor like what we do, you know, an accountant, an attorney, uh, a parent who's in a financial space. But but on one, it's 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 someone like us who's giving actual advice. On the other side, is it even just that sounding board? Right. Does this make any sense? I'm thinking about doing X, Y, or Z. Does this make any front sense? I have a number of my you know close personal friends who are clients. I have a number who are not. And Either way, constantly, I get, I'm a sounding board to all sorts of yeah, people you, you, you based get, on my background. Yeah. I, I mean, a lot of people are asking you questions. First of all, the legal background, but now you're a certified financial planner. Yeah. So they're asking all kinds well, of questions. Just like my friend who runs an IT business, I ask him tech questions all right. the time. <laughs> friend who's a doctor, I ask him, hey, look at, look at my toe. You know, <laughs> you know it's, 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 it's funny for those different professions, but it's, it's, you know, not asking to sit down and, hey, tell me exactly what to do here. Cause I, I'm not involved in everyone's life, but it is a saying, hey, I thought about this. Does this make any sense? Does to this you? make sense? Yeah, and that is so valuable for anybody. If you don't have a friend like that or someone in your life, you need to get one. You need to right. get somebody who can bounce stuff off of. And ultimately, it's I think the idea of getting professional assistance that if you know where you want to get to in life and it's just, you know, just down the street, I'm not really doing much, I'm just kind of floating through, keep floating, right? But if you have a goal and a dream and right. you know where you want to get to, like that's when you need some professional help to come alongside you, whether it's legal or financial or personal. And just supercharge your life. You know, if you got a place you want to get to, you need some support to get there as fast as you can. And the people that you pick, the people that you pick that you want to get close to and get opinion from, these are people that they can have great character but no competency. Mm. You want to have people that has a history and they you know that what they're saying, they're giving you the best outcome and has nothing to do with what they believe as far as for themselves, yeah. but they have the competency and the character that they want to help give you that give you that sound back. I so. like that. Competence and character. Someone who cares about you and mm-hmm. you know, their character to tell you the truth, that's a competency. That, that's a great uh, metric. Uh, if you missed any part of this episode, you can find us on our website, Tricor Advisors, or you can find us on YouTube. Until next week, folks. 
May you grow in wisdom and knowledge. Thank you for listening. Information and ideas discussed on this program are in the nature of general comment and cannot be relied upon as pertaining to your specific situation. Do not constitute legal or financial advice and do not create an attorney, client, or fiduciary relationship. Any examples or circumstances discussed are fictional. Listeners should consult their own financial advisor, tax consultant, or attorney, as well as conduct their own due diligence prior to making any decisions. Investments involve risk and the possibility of loss, including the loss of principal. All situations are different and results may vary. Randy Barkley is a California life insurance agent, California license number 0518567. And Jeremiah Lee is a California licensed attorney and is responsible for this communication. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisory firm. Hi, this is Hugh Hewitt. Hey, if you're retired or approaching retirement, listen up. Retirement planning is critical to your financial health. And like choosing the right doctor, your financial planner must be able to understand your concerns, help you navigate through your retirement, which can be filled with uncertainty, volatility. Certified financial planner Randy Barkley has been assisting clients for 30 years by helping them understand all the information that to most of us can be overwhelming. Go to retirementunlimited.org or call Randy Barkley for a no-obligation appointment at 888-627-8371. That's 888-627-8371, retirementunlimited.org. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, clearing through TD Ameritrade, member FINRA, SIPC, MSRB.